episode 151, back in the building. Open the can, do the drop. Here we go. You're not even ready. Bang. That was crisp. I was born ready, kid. That was crisp. On fish and spaghetti. You got, oh, I see what you did there. You got the caffeine ready. The caffeine on deck. Yeah. I normally don't like to drink caffeine this late in the day. You're, you're a caffeine-powered soul. You thrive on it. Yeah. You know, I got a Tesla that's powered by electricity. All right. So, I if Flex I was it on it's out the gate. No, 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 no. No, no, no more out of you. Ever since you got a Tesla, you don't treat me the same. I need someone to be patient with me. Someone to get money when I take it from me. They don't even need to be as famous as me. I don't think I meet them at the play. That's a short list though. As famous as Drake. Yeah. Very short list. Rihanna, Beyonce. Uh, young Drakington, some controversy. He's got Kim K on the on the ad libs and Co- the artwork and the artwork. Man, you hate to see it. I, you know, I'm not a fan of that. I like the song. You, you know, it's a catchy song. That's the thing with Drake. I know it's the uh, the cool thing to be like the hip hop head and like, oh, you can't like Drake. He doesn't write his own bars yeah. and such. The dude makes good music. I understand it's more like, you know, pop rap. For sure. But listen, it's, uh, now it was actually, who, who, who said it? Um, oh, Jim Jones. Jim Jones was talking about, I think he said Drake was top five, which is something that you and I have said before, right? Yeah. But he also said Pusha T, not top 50. Wow. That's tough. So, uh, no, that's, there, there's some beef involved there. There's got to be. I don't know. That's tough. That's tough. He was talking about, you know, that like people weren't trying to be like him enough. Like there wasn't enough impact there. Yeah. I, I, I mean, do think impact should be factored in, which is why a guy like Cameron has to be a lot higher on the list than I think some people would have him because the impact was crazy. His impact was um, like, his impact was almost more than Jay Z at the time. That dude, he had at me the height wearing, of his powers. That dude had me wearing like 4XT, like pink t shirts. We have. I think I still have it. Still have it. I don't think I threw it away. Not the t- not the tall tee. You, you are a hoarder. There's a little side note for the people. I keep things. You you do you you hoard things. I won't say I'm a hoarder. Okay, All right. but I do keep things. Yes, and a collector of uh, uh, sorts. Some sorts of collectors, but I think that we still have a New York Giants fitted hat size eight. Yeah, that's the big a- boy. An absolute monstrosity. That's the big boy, and I, I've got a pretty big melon. You know, I mean, I, I've definitely got the biggest skull of the family and even an eight on me, that thing. I mean, I wear a seven and a half, yeah. seven and a half. I feel like that's respectable. The, uh, it's a good size. the eight fitted hat is, that's just kind of wild. That's, yeah, that's like the 10, the 10 gallon bucket, uh, cowboy hat. It's too big. Yeah. I don't know. Fill it up with water. Ice bucket challenge. Oh. I don't know. Who knows? Hey, who knows? Who knows? Um, what did I want to talk about? I lost my train of thought. The list. So we actually recorded, oh, the 50 best rappers? Well, you were saying that Drake and then Jim no, Jones. No, no. Okay. We recorded this podcast, not this one exactly, but 151. We had some technical difficulties. We sorted it out, but then stuff was kind of outdated. And we said, you know what? We're just going to sit down. We're going to tackle some different topics. We're going to ask the hard questions. Had to get it on. Yeah. I had to get it on. I, listen, I hate to kind of 
start a podcast with this, right? Because there's already probably a little bit more wiener talk on here than there should be. But listen, so last night we posted a clip, uh, podcast lost clips. Yeah. Volume one. And you were talking about zippers. You do the saggy baggy. Like you give us essentially, this has almost become like a buckets underwear podcast. I'm gonna which say, I don't know how I feel about I'm it. I'm going to say that there's a segment that I'm very proud of that I would call buckets underwear diaries. Maybe we could parlay this into some sort of a, because you know, a fruit of the loom sponsorship. Yeah. Like, would you be an underwear model? Definitely not. I mean, what if the, the I don't for, got the package. <laughs> <laughs> I don't got the package. No, 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 no. The, for the underwear model thing. Listen, all right, here. You're saying I got to stuff the undies. You got to stuff the undies a little. You have to. No, here, listen, listen, listen. Okay. This is, this is not where I wanted the podcast to go. But you got to you gotta stuff the undies for the right shape. Okay. It's, right, it's the right shape. That's what a lot of people don't understand, right? If you're just going all wiener in there, it's not going to be the right shape. <laughs> you you, you got you to gotta fill out the whole thing. I can't, I can't do it. Damn. So you're turning it down. No, I'm not. I mean, that's what kind Sorry. of money they're talking. <laughs> so what would it take? I mean, I'll stuff them for sure. <laughs> what kind of money you throw at me? Ah, that's a good question. I mean, we, we got to try to parlay this into something. We got no sponsorships here on the podcast. It's yeah. just, we're just out here dolo. Independent. A, a, independent. By the way, patreon.com forward slash Mr. Former Simpson. If you want to support the podcast, we got no sponsorships. We're kind of just out here. Just, uh, you know, Rambo Commando, man. It's a grassroots movement. It's a grassroots movement. Uh, feel, f- feel free yeah. to join the pack. Uh, we will put a link in the show notes of this episode for your convenience. Um, yep, you get the visuals. You get, get extra, vi- extra mini-sodes. A lot of stuff going on. Uh, exclusive, uncivilized uh, garbs. Yeah. Right yeah, yeah, it's good. I like that. Right, yeah, we'll go with it. Um, and yeah, just, you know, if you like what we're doing and you want to support, you're rocking with us, then, uh, we would definitely appreciate it. Where do we want to dive in here? Oh, that's what I was bringing up. The whole zipper wiener talk stuff okay. is, so we talked extensively yeah. about the different peeing techniques. Yeah. All right. Some people go all the way to the ankles. Yep. Uh, some people go through the front door. Yep. Some people go through the front door and the screen door, which is the jeans with the zipper. And that, and that was my original point, that I thought that some people must be doing that. And, and when we posted that clip on Instagram, I saw it in the comments. You can go check them uh, out. Several people. A, a lot of people, a lot of different techniques. Um, the, you know, the st- what I thought was standard, what I thought pretty much everyone was doing was just over the top. Yeah, over the fence. Over the top, over the fence, and then back over the fence. yeah. You know, double fence hop. You jump over the fence, you jump back over yeah. the fence. I ate the pizza. Nobody else ate the <laughs> yeah. pizza. But something that someone else pointed out that I didn't think of was sitting down. E- even for a man. Yeah. Sitting down. I've tried it. You've tried to sit down. Yeah, because I wear contacts, as you know, so or, or glasses. And sometimes I don't want to, in the middle of the night, I'm like. You admit some wild stuff on this podcast. No, nah, continue. I, I mean, hey, hey, I, I am who I am. Fair enough. My but name is my name. My name is my name. So I've tried it, and it's very overrated. There's nothing nice about it. Something about standing and peeing, it's, for me, actually, standing and peeing outside is it like is one of the most 
uh, enjoyable things for me. We've talked about it before, the peeing outside thing. It, it is a l- pretty liberating. Um, but you're saying stand-up is, is it, what is it, a masculine thing? you like I, Captain Morgan? Like no, you put the one leg up? Definitely not. Okay. Both legs? On the ground. Yeah, sturdy. You need the solid base. Got to have a solid base. Like you're going to be like squatting. Guard your yard. Guard your yard. It's like, it's like, a, it's like a box out in basketball. You got to get that low base. Yeah, yeah. You got to be prepared for anything. Okay. That's what I'm going to say. I respect it. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I don't want to dive too deep into it, but sitting down and peeing, it's, we call it the sit and dip, sit and dip. I think it's overrated. Definitely overrated. This just feels like stuff that, you know, could, you you know, you want the wiener touching certain things. (laughs) (laughs) It's overrated. That's what I'm going to tell you. Okay. So that, so that is, that's our, that's our final take. Final take is that we recommend boxer briefs. Yep. We recommend them. Uh, over the top, and then a couple shakes back over. Yeah. All right. So listen, it's a buckets underwear podcast, and you know, like a, it's turned into a pee pod. You know, it's sometimes I think it's healthy to discuss things. That's what I think. Like I said, you admit some crazy things. I, I'm an honest guy. I respect it. I do respect. I'm it. I'm not going to get up here and lie. I respect it. No cap. Okay, you're not going to lie unless it's about the time that you absconded to we Italy. Already t- I already, I've already admitted this, though, publicly. You lied about it. You, you said that you had Gabagool. Yeah. All right? I fumbled the bag. Tony I went, Soprano, rest in peace. He's rolling over in his grave. I went to Sicily. You went to Sicily. I was there for five days. You said you had Gabagool. I said I had Gabagool. I didn't have Gabagool. I didn't have... Uh, you're an honest guy. Why did you lie about it? The people want to know. I felt, I don't know why I lied. I honestly don't. You know, when you're a little kid and you just lie for no reason. It was a, it was a compulsion. Yeah. You know, maybe. Well, you used to, I mean, we're talking about I used to be quite a liar. Statue of limitations on some of this stuff. So I, th- I think I'm good here. I'm not, I'm not snitching on you, but you used to be a, a, a thief. You, you, you were a, uh, um, I, I had some urges. That's what I'll say. What to that? steal things. Kleptomania. Kleptomania. Yeah. Yeah, you were you were just ganking but nothing stuff really right. like nothing really important. Yeah, that's that's why it made it even weirder. Yeah, like I like I would just like see something and I would just like feel like oh I got to take this thing. Like you stole a hand towel from a locker room one time. Yeah, yeah. wild times. Okay, so you lied about <laughs> I the can't gabagool. You remember that? You lied about the gabagool, <sighs> but you're an honest guy. He's a stand up guy. Yeah, folks. <laughs> I hate the pizza. That's all I'm gonna say. I hate the pizza. Nobody else like the pizza. Fair enough. Um, very quickly, tell me. I saw. A little news thing today. You can order we Domino's. Call that, we call that a blurb. Yeah, I saw a blurb today. You can order Domino's pizza. I didn't click the blurb. Fuck Domino's, yeah. by the way. No, no, I'm going to get into that. Okay. But on um, Apple Car, you know how like the car has the touch thing? The Apple? Huh? What? You know, like in your car, the touch screen? Yeah. But there's it's called Apple Car. Okay. Or whatever that system is. Sure, whatever. But there's going to be an app for Domino's and you can order it right from your Oh, nah, hell no. But I'm just saying, I saw that, but I didn't click the blurb. No, we don't click the I blurb. I saw the blurb, I didn't click the blurb. Because Listen, I don't like Domino's. Domino's, we have, it's well documented on this podcast, previous episodes. We have a long-standing feud with Domino's because, talk about snitching. Yeah. They, they snitched on our pops. They had them arrested. They did have them arrested. Thing about it is, um, well, they didn't actually have them arrested. They had them cuffed. They cuffed him. They, they, put, they put him in the back of the paddy wagon. They put him in the back of the paddy wagon. Then they let him go. But I think they realized, hey, listen. This is know, bullshit. It was, it was a large pie. You know, something about a bounce check. 
Who who knows anymore? <laughs> old, I don't know. He's, could, he's old school. He writes <laughs> checks for pizza. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> he told them, don't cash that until the end of the week. You That's know the way it goes so sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the best things about checks. You write a check, you're like, hey, hold hey. on to that one. Hey. Sit tight on that one for a little while. I'll give you the word, but hey, you got it. So essentially, it's basically an IOU, yeah. which our father is notorious for. Yeah. We've talked about this before. Christmas, we stopped getting Christmas presents a long time ago. Long I mean, time I'm talking, ago. I think I was like 11 or 12. Stopped getting the Christmas presents, but every once in a while, we'd have a Christmas where we got some IOUs. Yeah, unfulfilled. Still, but, to this day. And see, this is why you always were a lot more gullible with that stuff than me. You were just, I, I mean, you got an IOU for like a, like a Corvette or something. Yeah. And actually thought you were going to get it. I kept it for a long time. I, I put a magnet and I put it on the fridge. What was it, a red Corvette? No, the color wasn't uh, determined. Damn. But I, I mean, I believe that. It was, was open-ended. Yeah, I thought I was getting it for sure. You And you really, truly believe that? 100%. Wow, what a dumbass. Okay, fair enough. Because I, I mean, know. we had, a, you know, you, you would have had to, um, you know they say read the room? Yeah. Read the crib. <laughs> Look around your surroundings. You're saying what in our crib? Your environment led me, led me to believe that I would get a Corvette. What in our home? You know, and hey, listen, uh, well, we had a great childhood, a very close knit family, lots of love. Oh, for sure. Not lots of money. The, the refrigerator, there was a bungee cord that wrapped to keep it closed only tight. For, only for a, a period of time. Quite a long period of time for that bunch. Couple of years, <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying it was around that same time period as you were getting this Corvette IOU, which is why I bring it up. I'm okay. I'm, I'm, I'm honing in specifically on that time period. All I'm right? just telling you, a boy can dream. All right, I do respect, it. and I still dream, and I still actually uh, plan to claim that IOU at some point. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're a Tesla guy now. Tesla fanny pack. It's it, it's all coming full circle for you. What do you mean? Just like the 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 look, the feng shui. I don't think most people that drive Teslas have fanny packs. Nah, it's that same kind of like. I don't know what it is. Is it like uh like is it is it like douchey dad core? Oh, wow. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's definitely. I'm not a douchey dad core. Yeah, well, nothing it, about me is douchey dad core. Nah, that's the that, that's the vibe. You got the fanny pack. You got the Birkenstocks. I love Birkenstocks. I, I do respect you flare it up a little bit with the gold chains. Okay, well, I respect you. that. I'm Thank big you. on gold. Thank you. Um, you got the uncivilized stone cold on right now. Yeah, yeah. Feeling good. All right. You're doing it. Yeah. Caffeinated, highly caffeinated. Oh, for sure, for sure. I got to actually get a little bit more. Something that I want to talk about, we won't go into a whole deep dive. We did on the last one, but now it's kind of like the news cycle moves so fast. I think it's one of the things, like, we've talked about it. A little overstimulating in 2023 with all the social media. It's like something's a story, then it's not. And something's a story, then it's not. And it's just like, bum, 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 bum. It's just like you're getting hit from all angles all the time. You're glued to your phone. You're scrolling. You're swiping. It's just like, what is going on? You're double tapping. You're checking the levels right now. We good? Yeah, I'm just looking at it. What, do you got to adjust something? No. You want me to sing a song so you can make sure everything is- No, no, it's good. Copacetic? The, The final four took place. Yeah. UConn won on the men's side. Yep. LSU won the first ever LSU basketball championship on the women's side. Yep. And that was the first ever championship for LSU men's or women's basketball. Almost 10 million viewers. It was like, it was breaking records. 
People were tuning in. A fun game to watch. I actually stopped working to watch it. I was watching it too, as you know. Uh, I was rooting for LSU, as you also know. Uh, I, I just love the, the energy of the team. But Caitlin Clark had people tuning in big time because I want to say, and I'm not even trying to make this a hot take, I want to say she's probably like the closest thing to Steph Curry that I've seen since Steph Curry. Yeah. I mean, she's just like has that, like I'm just out here playing. I Like I don't even know what it is. Like we, we talked about how Steph sometimes like almost like has that little kid vibe to him. Yeah. I don't know if she has that same like whatever that energy is, but just as far as like pulling up from the parking lot and just like shooting shots where you're like, that's a bad shot, but for them it's not. Yeah. She's kind of that genre of player and it's super exciting to see. Uh, there was a little controversy that got blown out of proportion with some dumb shit because uh, Angel Reese hit her with the Tony Yayo. You can't see me. And I like to call it the John Cena. The John no, Cena. No disrespect to Tony Yayo. Disrespect taken because it was uh, Tony Yayo first. Okay. Tony Yayo. Um, I mean, listen, John Cena uh, can do it, but that is, in fact, the Tony Yayo. Okay. Okay. Um, so I, th- I feel like people were almost more excited about the women's game than they were the men's game. Uh, you and I are, you know, somewhat UConn fans. That you know, they got the uh, uh, Bobby Hurley at the helm. Yeah, jersey in the building. No, Danny Hurley. I- I'm sorry. Damn it, Bobby Hurley. Bobby Hurley. He was a- also in the building, though. He was in the building. That is true. But the coach, who I just said we were a fan of, and then I wrong name. Hey, it happens. Wrong name. Um, it's in the family. The family tree. The family tree. He shouted out Jersey City after the yeah. after the game. I thought that was dope. Um, I, I thought it was a really fun game to watch, even though it was less popular, I think, than previous matchups because everyone was like, San Diego State, who? Like, who, who are they? It's a defensive team, and it just didn't quite have that. It lacked the luster of some previous matchups, I'll say. Yeah. But uh, I enjoyed watching the whole thing. Now we're watching the NBA. Yeah. The Lakers just won the play-in. Absolute shit show of a game, by the way. Absolute. I, I was... So disgusted at several points. I mean, just an absolute, I, I, like, it was such a, a weird flow to the game. The Lakers came out. It was, the Timberwolves couldn't miss, yeah. by the way. At one point in the second quarter, their entire lineup that was in the game had missed one shot, that group of five. Yeah. It was like two for two, three for three, four for four. You know, Cat was killing well, and it, there was one dude who was like two for three. It was just like, are the Lakers going to play defense anytime soon? Well, in the fourth quarter, this is a stat that I heard someone say, right. like one of the announcers, in the fourth quarter, they had only scored like nine points and they went on a huge drought and they were still shooting 51% from the field. Yeah, it was, it was, it was nuts. The Lakers did turn it up. I'll give them that. Braun with the, with the baseline drive kicks it. To Schroeder in the corner. Yeah. Knocks the three down. Does the pose. Ice in the veins. They both did it. Did you see that? They both did it. It was like synchronized. Beautiful, beautiful. I I mean, put that, frame that, put it in a museum somewhere. The Louvre. And then Anthony Davis. Yeah. Bad call. I'm going to say that's a bad call. I will agree it was a bad call, and it was compounded by the fact that the loose ball foul on Braun was a terrible call. But... Still, AD had no reason to make contact with with the shooter in the corner. I know he had been lighting it up, but dude, come on. You got to just contest and keep your hands off him. 
He gets fouled. Mike Conley goes to the line, hits all three free throws, super clutch. Mike Conley's been clutch forever. Love Conley. Uh, and he can shoot the shit out of it. Yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's a, you know, over 40% three-point shooter for a long time now. And then they go to overtime. The Lakers pull it out. Dude, it was it, like at one point it was just like turnover, turnover, foul, foul, charge, backcourt violation. Like it was just, it was nuts. But now we get Memphis and the Lakers. Yep. We're not going to go through the whole breakdown right now. We'll talk about the playoffs more extensively as we get into the meat and potatoes of it. Yeah. But what your quick predictions on finals matchup and who wins? So I think who's, of, who's coming out of the East? Bucks. I agree. I think it's going to be the Bucks. I think they're the best team. Who's coming out of the the West? I know who you're going to pick. I'm going to pick Lakers. You're going to pick the Lakers because you don't know how to think without your heart. Yeah, and you're a big LeBron fan. Love LeBron. So, but I, I, I think I, if I had to actually like look at it without any emotion, I would say the Suns. I think I'm going Suns or Warriors. And I'm just not prepared to pick one yet. I want to see the Warriors with Wiggins back. I want to see what's going on. I got to get a little bit of a feel for it. Shouts to the Kings. Shouts to the Kings. Our boy. Shouts to the Kings. Yeah, we got a homie who's who's on the staff there. The Kings have really turned it around, man. They're super fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. De'Aaron Fox is just like in his bag. He's really good. Sabonis I mean, is really good. I mean, the whole team, man, they, they are absolutely cooking. Like that offense, you know, I was not in the habit of watching the Kings. Like, the last exciting Kings era was when they had like Peja and C Webb, and, yeah. You know what I mean? And Jason Williams and like Well, Jason Williams. I know he wasn't on that team, but like that era of Kings yeah, basketball. The early two thousands. It, it was that's when they were super saucy and it feels like they've got a lot of that back. So yeah, no, excited about the NBA sports, man. I, you know, it. we try not to make this too much of a sports centric podcast but we are sports fans so we got to talk about it i'll tell you what a sport that i recently fell in love with yeah you know what i'm gonna say i do golf golf the masters listen i've had almost zero interest in golf ever yeah you know a little putt putt here and there i love happy gilmore yep the whole deal you know i've smacked a couple golf balls in my day yeah i've never totally understood the form of it you got to keep that arm straight. Yeah, it's... I don't understand that because you're coming back and I want to bend it like a baseball. Well, you were a good baseball player. You were a good hitter. I was smacking him out of the park, kid. Smacking him out of the park. Yeah, you were, uh, you were a slugger. I was, I, yeah, I was definitely a slugger. So I think that that is not conducive to baseball. Uh, I was, I was a golf. I, I was like a young Aaron Judge, you wow. could call me. Okay. You're just smacking him around. But a young Cecil Fielder. Golf, shouts to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, wow, you took it all the way back. Cecil Fielder, I, at one point in my life, I, I did think that Cecil Fielder was a position. Yeah. thought that was like left field, right field, Cecil Fielder. Yeah. So <laughs> that, that, is a, that, that is a true story. I'm not proud of it. So um, golf, and, and I, again, I don't know if this is a hot take. I think there is not a more pressure-based sport I would agree. I mean, it's unreal. Every shot. The thing is, I know nothing about golf. Same. And I'm watching it, and I was completely captivated. Same. I am now a huge fan of John Rahm. Yeah, love that guy. Rahm, Ram. I want to call him Ram because Rambo. Well, I think he calls himself Rambo. Right, but I think it's actually pronounced Rahm. No, his, yeah. 
For sure. But Rombo. You, it doesn't have the no, same no, no, ring no. to it. His his name is Rom, but when you call him something, Rambo. Rambo. Okay. I'm into it, man. Rambo was locked in. Yeah. Favorite golfer ever. Not even close. Tiger, Tiger Woods. Tiger y'all. Woods. Tiger Woods. And he was gutting it out, dude. The, you know, the Mike Jordan of golf. Absolutely love him. He didn't make it to the final day. He he tweaked something in his foot or his knee or something. It was his foot, yeah. yeah he, he was struggling. Um, I think he was like 50th in, in the rankings, but it's so tough, man. You, you have a couple bad holes, and it, it messes everything up. Yeah. And it's like, it's crazy. It's quiet. Everybody's looking at you. You got to read the grass and which way it's going to go. So I say all that to say, I think I'm going to try to be a golfer. Wow. And I, I want to put it, you know, we like to put stuff on wax. I'm going to say that I'm going to be not a world-class golfer. Okay. But I think I'm going to be a good golfer. I got good hand-eye coordination. I think it's a little bit more than that. But I've always been decent at mini golf. Yeah. I feel like putting, you know, I saw a lot of mistakes being made, even by the experts, even by the pros, I should say. The, the putt game is everything. Yeah. I mean, you know, because you, you look at Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore, he was smacking the shit out of the golf ball off a tee. But he, he had to learn. The short game. He had to learn how to, what's the dude's name who taught him how to putt? Chubbs. Uh, Chubbs. Chubbs had to teach him how to putt. At mini golf. Right. Yeah. That, that's how you learn. And, that you know, listen, that's I have a background in mini golf as well. Yeah. Just saying. Maybe I got a little bit of a head start. Okay. So, uh, fell in love with golf, excited about the NBA playoffs, the final four and the whole March madness was awesome. Um, any other sports you want to talk about? I don't think so. What, what's on your mind? I got topics written down. Oh, I got some things I want to talk about. What, what do you want to talk about? Cause you, you always, well, you, I want to talk about love is blind, but briefly, okay. I'm going to discuss Netflix as a whole, as a oh, business. You, you got you got a beef. You got a big beef with Netflix. Yeah, it's not quite like my Domino's beef. Well, not, it's the not Domino's a blood beef. beef. It's, yeah, that's a blood feud for yeah, life. Yeah, it, you know. Tell us about Netflix. You don't like that they're not letting you share passwords. Yeah, they're trying to crack down on the password thing, and you don't like that. That's bullshit. Why? Because they once tweeted, "Love is sharing the password." Like uh. they were, they were pushing that because they want. What's more important, people watching or people paying? paying i think no i don't think so i think you'd have to look down at trickle down economics hmm. no no you want people to have fomo but you want people also tuning in to watch yeah but at the end of the day it's a money business no but what you need, you, if they're not paying no but what they did is because what do you think no because they paid more they, they paid uh scorsese they paid him like a hundred million dollars to do the irishman which is a good movie but they they're over leveraged on and average, what? So you, you're saying they're trying to recoup. On average, what does one account, one password? How many mouths does it feed? Well, how many eyes does it feed? I should say. So, oh, okay. Well, that's you know that's a different thing. But I'm gonna tell what I'm gonna tell you is I I got a little experience because on my Hulu account I had to change the password one day because I got hacked. My Hulu got hacked. You had a bunch of people in there, and I was like, hmm, what's going on here? And I looked, and it was in accounts sixty-seven. 67. See, that's why they got to crack down. No, no, but it wasn't 67 different people. It was 67 different devices. That's a lot of devices, my boy. Hey, 67. I only gave my password to you. So I'm blaming you. (laughs) 
67. Well, you just said you just said your thing got hacked. It did get hacked, but you know, I'm still blaming you. I think it got hacked from you. 67 <laughs> devices. That's a lot. They got to crack down on that. No, no, but what I'm telling you is this. Don't con- don't look at, look at me siding with the big corporations. Yeah. <laughs> Do not come for me because you paid Martin Scorsese too much money. Ah. Like so, don't 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 go on my pocket. Says he ran up the bag, and now they're trying to come. Recoup. Yeah, fuck out of here. I, hey, give him an IOU. Fuck out. Fuck out of here. here. <laughs> give me some balayers, <laughs> little guy. Um, now that's yeah. freaking a day. Yeah, mortadella. Yeah, gorlami. Okay, that's my point. You don't know the Italian meats well enough. Capicola. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know it. I mean, but, I know them all. Mortadella. What is it? It's like Balagna. Ah, I taught you that the other day. Delicious, no, by the way. Mm, I'm not big on the Italian meats. That's what, that's what I'm going to tell you. No, you order Italian sandwiches all the time. I like salami. Salami. <laughs> say it again. The cocoa. So here's what I'm going to say. That's number one. So the, Netflix, you're upset with the, them cracking down on the password thing. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, Continue. number two is they used to release all the episodes at one time. That was their thing. If you wanted to do... The HBO model, week by week by week by week, you could do that too. But that's not Netflix. Okay. They forgot who they were. Mm. And now they're doing, on Love is Blind, they did four episodes, four episodes, four episodes. I was expecting the No, season. it wasn't 444. Four, four. It was, I think it was oh, like 432. No, four, four, or 444. Four, no, it was 443. Okay. I think. Or 433. I think it was a little less than that, but okay, fine. Whatever yeah. it was. But I was. You don't like it. I was expecting the season finale to be in that final drop. And no, I got to wait another week for one more episode. It's not bingeable enough. No. Yeah. It's bullshit. Number one bullshit guy. Netflix currently is number one bullshit guy. It used to be Tony Ferguson. B for the week. Yeah. You could say that. I got Netflix. I got some issues. All right. And I got some issues with love is blind, which would you like to talk about that now? Love is blind. Spoiler alerts, possibly, perhaps, definitely. Uh, skip ahead five minutes if you have not seen Love is Blind. But also, if you haven't seen Love is Blind by now, you're, you, you're probably a sane individual and you're not ever going to watch it. Yeah. Right? Listen, I, I, I felt guilty about it, and now I've just accepted it's who I am. You embrace it. I like the trash reality dating TV shows. I, I, I just, they do it for me. Yeah, and there's also a element of competition in them. Yeah, there definitely is, but it's just, I mean, let's be honest. It's pretty bad TV, but uh, I've come to like them. Yeah. So I'm not going to apologize for it, all right? I am who I am. This has been, we talked about the Lakers game being a bit of a shit show. Yeah. Love is Blind for more of a shit show. Way more. Way more of a shit show. It's, I, I don't know. I mean, you got Irina going full mean girl mode, like just appears to be a bad person. Yeah. I mean, you know, I know they edit it different ways and, and I, I, I respect that. I mean, you edit videos every day. You edit videos for a living. Yeah. And I can tell you, you can make things look a certain way, but she, but you can't make things. If she was like being like an awesome person and, you know, super gracious to different people, you couldn't make her look that way. No, You couldn't make her look like that, but it's, it's true that I think, they kind of get different roles for people and, and, and you give them that material and then they chop it up and, and cut sure. it. However, the, the whole premise of the show is kind of wild because it's 
love is blind, yet we've seen in every single season so far that love is not blind. Yeah. You know? Well, you, almost no one ends up together. No. Like, Irina, she saw the dude, and uh, what's his name? Zach? Yeah. And she was just like, oh, no. She was calling him a serial killer, saying he didn't Like, blink, right away. Yeah, he didn't blink his eyes enough. Yeah. He was, like, trying to get a kiss, and she was, like, giving him, like, the, the homie hug. Yeah, it yeah. was it was It was all bad for Zach. Um, Jackie, perhaps... The biggest villain, and I said this to you yesterday, and you disagreed. I disagree entirely. So you are you're a Jackie uh, apologist. Is that what you would yes, call it? Yes, I would say that. So you're a fan of Jackie. I'm no, I'm not a fan of Jackie. I just think Irina is much worse than Jackie. Okay, the two of them. I I mean, you didn't think what Jackie did was that bad. No, I I stand by it. Wow. So on Netflix, everybody is gonna see this. She's just violating this guy. I mean, I mean, Marshall. Marshall was—he's down bad. Yeah, he's definitely he was down, down bad, down real bad. Um, she basically, again, spoiler alert. Fast forward. Yeah, yeah. we're also after the finale. We'll do a, a Patreon exclusive mini so. Yeah, yeah, just deep diving, deep diving. The so whole we don't episode. have to do the whole thing yeah, right yeah. now. I'm gonna say, uh, by far, my least favorites are. Jackie and Irina. Okay. My favorite, um, my favorite is Brett. Yep. And Tiffany. Uh, and Tiffany. I think that's the best couple. And man, it's just I like Paul. Yeah, Paul grew on me a little bit. I don't love Micah. Yeah, well, she was kind of in on on the mean girl stuff with uh with Irina. A little bit, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like this was a little bit of a, uh, this was a, it's been an uglier season. And when I say ugly, I'm not talking about looks. I'm talking about behavior. I'm talking about etiquette. Yeah. I'm talking about some rude people. I'm talking about class. But hey, listen, you know, it's Seattle. Maybe they're rude up there. In Seattle. So, yep. so damn, the, they got the, good coffee. The Pacific Northwest. All right. They, maybe, they, maybe they just get down different. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they're mean. All right. New York City gets the bad rap for being a mean city, you know, rude city. But really it's Seattle. But really it's Seattle. That's yeah. what you're saying. Damn. Hey. It I is know. what it is. That's what they said it is what it is. They said what? And they paid Martin Scorsese a hundred million dollars for that line. And they want me to pay him. Did they really pay him a hundred mil? They paid him I don't actually know the numbers. They paid him a huge contract and I think he agreed to two movies. So it was the Irishman. Which I saw. It was a good movie. And what it was, was a great movie. One? What was the other one? Yeah, he hasn't done it yet. Ah, still in the works. Yeah, but Scorsese, you need somebody to, listen, you need a, a real Italian to come in and, you know, put a couple Talk about lines. mortadella. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> mortadella. <laughs> I mean, I was trying to do the whole thing. It, it, wasn't, a, it wasn't a good thing. <laughs> I think it was a good thing. It, it, not only was it not a good thing, but it... Um, You've never tasted it. You don't know what it tastes like. I told you it was like a bologna-ish meat, which is the only reason that you know that. No, I've looked at it before, too. <laughs> it's light pink, like like bologna. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I got a long history with bologna. We've talked about it many times. Yeah, we do have a long history with bologna. I'm a bologna expert. All right. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring you a little more to Dell. I don't think with I the, want more. <laughs> with, the, with the extra mats. I mean, I, I like to, I'll take the mats. I'll take the mats. Yeah, you're a chicken parm guy. Chicken parm me, baby. Chicken parm poppy. That's one of your new AKAs. Okay, I like it. All right. Um, what else do we got? Well, I want to say one thing 
Hit him with the Theo Vaughn. Yeah, so what else is going yeah. on? Not much. Not much. Not much. Um, I guess we'll, I'll, I'll get into it on a deep dive. Okay. My thoughts. Okay. Um, what did I want to talk about? I wanted to talk about some albums I was listening to. Okay. Uh, new Larry June. Larry June got, he just puts me in a good mood. Yeah. Cruising around. Just you know, the ambiance, the feng shui. You know, you got the you got the dad core thing going on. Larry June is just like you're cruising. He's dad core. You're feeling good. No, he's not dad core at all. You're dad core. Okay, well, I'm saying that's your thing. That's your feng shui. My feng shui, Larry June. Um, Larry June is kind of. I mean, I, I like him. He kind of reminds me of currency a little bit. Really? Okay. Not in his style, but just in like his overall aura. Okay, he puts out he puts out a lot of music like currency. But, I mean, currency definitely does that. Uh, Six lakh, new album, uh, like that as well. It's so tough, right? Because Six lakh's first album was so good. Yeah, um, it's actually pronounced black, but I, I, nah, six I, I just I can't get the six lakh out of my head. Um, it's it's good, but as an artist, that has to be kind of frustrating. It's almost like I don't know, as a quarterback. You as a rookie, you go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And then it's tough to get back there. You're like, oh shit, this was easy. And then you're like, oh damn, no, it wasn't. Yeah. So it's a good album, but it's just not eh. It's not as good as his first album. It's it's not quite, quite to that level. I'm gonna play I'm gonna play one of the songs right now, but um so yeah, the name of it, Since I Have a Lover. I'm not sure what my favorite song is yet. Uh, he's got one with Don Tolliver on here that's pretty good. Um, it's got this fatal attraction one I've been listening to a lot. Um, and I'm gonna, but I'm gonna tell you, there's an album that I'm actually excited about. Okay, R and B. You know, I'm a big R and B guy. Yeah, you know, rhythm and blues, poppy. That's what they call me. Oh wow. Fatal, fatal attraction. R.I.P. For every time we went through it, no, it's all on me. So no more running bets, no more apologies. Slant right, got me thrown Before we ever fought, we spent hours on the phone I done dragged all my exes through the mud So I ain't gotta do it no more He's got like a cool flow Yeah You know, he always has like a cool vibe to him The 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 album that I'm most excited about Let me pull it up here Daniel Caesar Daniel Caesar um, What's the name of the album? I think it's uh, Never Enough is the name of the album Man He's very good Good album, man Just it, a lot of people will tell you, oh, R&B is dead. I understand that it's not the late 90s, early 2000s. That era of R&B is, is different now. Well, I think that that era of R&B is rooted in gospel music. And now it's a little different. Now it's a little bit more like this kind of vibe. I don't know about any of that, but yeah, could be right. Definitely a little bit of a different sound, but I, I think we still have... Tina. It's a good name. This is a good one. That's confidence right there. Yeah. 
He, he knew. He, he knew he would find a way to make you mine. That's Steph Curry right there. That's Steph Curry from the top of the key in transition. Oh, you know something else? Not to go on some weird tangent, but um, or some sports tangent, I should say. Who was saying it? Oh, Paul George was on some podcast. And I just saw a little very small clip. Best move in the NBA. What is the best move in the NBA right now? Like, you know how, like, because, like, basketball players almost have, like, their signature moves the same way, like, a wrestler would. Yeah. Got the people's elbow from the rock. You know, you got the stone cold stunner. Yeah. You know, we're talking about some of the classics here. Basketball. So he's saying a singular person with a singular move for that person. Like, so, like, what would you say? Obviously, like, guy like Steph Curry has, has a, a plethora of moves. Yeah. He's got a deep bag. Right, but I would say probably, I would say his patented move would probably be the step back. Yeah, I would say um, Giannis. What would Giannis be? Would Giannis like a Euro? Either either the Euro or he's got he's got a a pretty deadly spin move. Yeah, you know where he spins and kind of bangs you with that elbow. I don't think people realize how strong that dude is. Very strong, absolute beast. Um, but the move that I saw in the clip, and it's actually what I agree with. So I'll okay. say all the other stuff to say, it's LeBron James. The spin move? LeBron James. No, not, not the spin move. The look at the hand three-point Oh, line. yeah. It, it, it's crazy. Then you hit him with Tony Yale. Then you hit him with the, the The look at the hand, it's almost like I don't even know what to compare it to because it's not, you know, Steph is so quick. Yeah. It's like Braun doesn't have a particularly – quick release I, I wouldn't say yeah, yeah. you know it's kind of it's a it's a high release but it's not particularly quick it's not like the most I'm, I'm trying to think of like the different like you know when you think of i don't know clay thompson steph curry yeah, like yeah. some of these it's so quick yeah, yeah so you're like ah damn i guess they couldn't really but lebron and he almost gives it away because he's looking at the hand yeah, yeah it's almost like a thanos move like you know when thanos puts that he gets that last ring Perfectly balanced. And, and and he's just looking at his hand like, I am about to destroy everything. Yeah, 50% of. 50% of everything. Yeah. That's LeBron. Yeah. LeBron gets it. He's out there on the wing. The game's on the line. He did it against the Wolves. Yeah. When he hit that three with a couple minutes left to tie it up. Yeah. Huge shot. Huge shot. He then followed it with another three trying to end it. Well, he tried, and I respect that he put the dagger. Then there was a turnover after that, but he redeemed himself. LeBron, that, that's why when people try to use the argument about LeBron isn't clutch, come on, stop it. Stop it. Fake news. Stop pushing that narrative. Sports media is all about narratives and mostly those narratives. But it, I'm not even talking about sports media. This is like uh, sports fan debates. It started with sports media, though. Yeah, that he wasn't clutch. And, you know, you got and people it's all like bullshit. Skip it's- Bayless. It's at this point in his career, number one, by the way, uh, check the clutch numbers. The clutch numbers are pretty clutch. You could argue, actually, looking at the numbers, he's the most clutch player in NBA history. I'm going to leave that there. I'm not going to touch it. The numbers are the numbers. They speak for themselves. I love Kobe more than the, more than anybody. Kobe's numbers are up there, too. No, no, but, but if you actually look at a lot of his percentages... His clutch numbers are good. They're okay. No, his clutch numbers are good. He he does. There, there's one category. I forget what it is, but when you fa- there's different clutch numbers, okay. right? When you factor them all together, uh, LeBron is number one. Okay, but Kobe and Jordan are definitely there as well. 
you can't go wrong with any three of those dudes. My, my, but, but what I'm saying is Kobe and Jordan get like, oh, yeah, those dudes were the guys who could close a game. When, in fact, no, LeBron has actually closed as many games as anybody. Yeah, and that's my point. Boom. LeBron and James. LeBron James. And that's sports media. Okay. Buckets doesn't like sports media. No, no, I got... Not sports media. That was the whole thing, too. Like with Angel Reese when she did the, uh, the Tony Yeo, when she did the You Can't See Me, and it's like you had people like, oh, that's classless. No, you know what's classless? A lot of sports media. Yeah. And, of course, not saying all sports media, but, like, to go on there, that, what I didn't like about that is, like, it's a college kid, and you're going on there trashing her name. Like, it's just, like, it, it's also a lot of times... It, it, it's someone who hasn't played sports also. Yeah. You know, like there was two sides of that. Like C- Caitlin Clark, she chose, you know, she took her L. Yeah. You know, they, cause I mean, they really beat the brakes off yeah, Iowa. For I sure. Mean, they really did. Um, but she could have talked her shit back and said, Hey, listen, I had 30. I hit you guys with a 30 ball. Yeah. But she just, and then Angel Reese would have said, look at the, look at the scoreboard. Yeah. You know, I mean, that, that's just the way it goes. But competitiveness, I, I feel like a lot of times, a lot of the people who, have the loudest voices in sports are people who actually didn't even play those sports, which is why I think, and it's not to say that you can't know about something or can't enjoy something or can't even become some sort of expert on something without doing it, but it's just tough, man. Like you've Skip Bayless talking about LeBron is the goofiest shit in all of sports media because it's just, and I think that's bro, you, you, you got, I mean, Jalen Rose already ethered him. So I think that's been proven time and time and time again. You know, all his, these narratives that he pushes and blah. It's just for clicks. Yeah, it's, that's all it is. And it doesn't matter what it is. It could be, it could be anything. And he summed, it, it somehow ties it back into LeBron. Yeah. It could be, you could be talking about a damn Cowboys football game and he somehow is going to find a way to tie it back into LeBron. Because he knows that's what gets clicks. LeBron James. Yeah. Now, what was I saying? Oh, oh, the signature move. Yeah. So do you agree? Like, what are some moves that could uh, that could rival that? KD has like a um, KD has like a um, a skip move that he does. Yeah. Where he kind of hops on one leg and lands back on that leg and kind of like you know ro- rocks you into a yeah. into a pull up. It's the move that I believe he hit LeBron with when the the Warriors were closing him out. Yeah. And, you know, he's coming in like that, like soft transition. LeBron is coming up to meet him, and he kind of, a little baby wiggle, and boom, pulls the three. Um, Any other moves come to mind? De'Aaron Fox is just straight, just speed. Oh, that dude with a ball in his hands is very fast. fast. Yeah. Bro, he turns the burners on. Yeah. um, I mean, you go back to Kareem. Obviously. Okay, wow, you're going. Okay. No, no, no. I'm 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 not saying he's in this discussion. I'm just saying that's what I mean by like because that's the most famous, the sky hook. Yeah. The sky hook is the most famous. Allen Iverson would be the deep AI cross. Yeah. You know. Um I kind of think that um Dame has a really good ooh. step back, but it's almost like a side step back. Good call. And it's really like powerful and concise. Quick, great call. We call that the Dame time. Yeah. Nice. He's he's in the mix. He's definitely in the mix. DeMar DeRozan with that little like turnaround mid-range that he does. Yeah. Embiid's got some stuff. Oh, like, Embiid's got a lot of stuff. So, real quick, Embiid for MVP? I think they're going to give it to him, but and I think it could be him, Giannis or Jokic, and I think Embiid's going to get it. 
I've always been in the Giannis camp of this MVP thing, which is why I always thought LeBron should have had more. I thought Kobe should have had more. It's like, I think Giannis is the best player in the NBA right now. Me too. And it's like, it's tough to get, I, I do, I understand it, but the Bucks have the best record. And he's the best player. He's averaging 30 a game. He's an absolute monster. He impacts the game defensively at an incredibly high, it's just like, it's so tough, but Embiid has been working. And he's been, Embiid has been hunting this MVP for a while now. Yeah, but it, there's a little too, talking about sports media, there's a little bit too much. Too much of a push? Narrative, like like where he's like, I got it. And and then they got Doc Rivers saying, like pushing it. Yeah, they're trying to get it for him. It's what they do with the Oscars. It's what they do with the Grammys. Leading scorer. For sure, but they campaign. I'm not into the campaigning. Yeah, but that always happens. I mean, it's always, it's definitely, I think because... Jokic has got a couple back-to-back now, but you could argue Jokic. I mean, his numbers, and where Jokic looks even better, like, by a lot than everybody, is when you start diving into, like, some of the, like, super analytic analytics. You're talking about, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where he's like, it's like, holy shit, you know? Well, and his team is not good. Like, as far as, like, actual most valuable player, his team's not good at all. I wouldn't say that, but... It's definitely. I mean, I'm not trying to shit on those guys because they're good basketball players. But I'm talking about. I wouldn't. I mean, I mean, they they had that one bad game. I think you and I watched, but then they beat the Warriors the very next day or a couple days I, later. They've got some pieces, but I, I definitely agree that the Sixers probably have have more pieces and the Bucks too, for that matter. Yeah, that's so. You know, I'm not going to argue semantics. Who are you picking? You picking Giannis? Yeah, I'm going to go Giannis, All right. even though I, I think that Embiid will win. I, I'm, I'm going to be happy that I, I do think Embiid is going to get it. I'm going to be happy for him, but I, I probably would go Giannis as well. I, I'll also if be I'm super just, happy if I'm, for him. If I'm keeping to the bean, I'm going Giannis. Yeah. Um, what else? I wrote down a few topics here. Um, you know what I saw the other day? I guess we're talking about a lot of sports. This is this is the sports episode. Have you ever seen competitive darts? Um, not really. Maybe on Instagram a little bit. You, you would never understand. Like competitive darts. I'm trying to think. Competitive darts, because we talked about how pressure golf was. Yeah. Competitive darts is is just as much pressure. It's kind of like darts and bowling. Yeah, but. Because we've seen Pete Weber at work. Who do you think you are? I am. I am. Like. That's right. I did it five times. Yeah. That's right. Pete Weber, I mean, he was beside himself. You want to talk about just absolute, unadulterated, I don't even know if that's the right word. Intensity. Yeah. It's Pete Weber. Also, was that like kind of a Michael Jordan moment? To me, it's higher than any Michael Jordan moment. No, it's, well, it's, do you know what I mean when I say a Michael Jordan moment? Like, did he make that up? Remember we were watching The Last Dance and Michael, there was something about Michael Jordan. Yeah, he like, walked by George Carl and he didn't stand up at his dinner table. He was, yeah, he was just always acting like some, there was even, he was oh, acting was, like some dude was talking shit. He really wasn't, but like Jordan convinced himself just to get himself hyped yeah. up. Yeah. It, it, that was it, the guy in the bullets. It's like you see a dude like talking to his teammate about like what play they're going to run on defense or whatever. Yeah. Or talking about who the, who each one is guarding. He's like, oh, that dude's probably over there talking about my mom. Yeah. yeah. What you say about my mama? Wow. Okay. And so I feel like that's what the Pete Weber thing no, no, was. Pete, like, who was he talking to? It was like a kid in the stands. Well, so I, I, I have. You deep dived. I've it. deep dived it many times because I love it. And uh, it was a kid. It was like a, like an eight year old kid. That said what to him? Was 
he felt slighted in some way. And, that, he, and he took that personal. And Pete Weber took that personal. He definitely took it. Who do you think you are to an eight-year-old kid? You got to be an absolute maniac. To quote him when he retired, yeah, yeah, I think he said, you hate it or you love it, but at least you watched. Amen. Or what you had to watch. Amen. And that's the thing. You know, that's another thing, too. Not to keep going back to the LSU-Iowa game. Personalities and charisma. People tune into that. It, it, that's one of the things that makes sports so fun. Yeah. Is the different personalities and the competitiveness and and, and just the intensity of sports, whether it's bowling or golf or competitive darts or yeah. basketball. Yeah, so the one thing I'm going to say, going back to your darts thing, is there's no way it can be as much pressure as golf because it's not as competitive of as a sport. How the, many people will do darts? I, I have no idea, and I will stick by my take that golf is the most pressure-based sport, but competitive darts is up there. I'm talking like these dudes are just going neck and neck, boom, boom. Like, I'll have to find the clip for you. To me, there's not enough variability because all those dudes are doing is, like, they just have, like, the wrist motion and they Damn. know the distance. And Turn it, turning your nose up at – What I'm saying is with golf, the course changes. Where the ball is changes, distances, wind, outside. If it's a little wet, this so you're green, saying that like, green. It, basketball, you have a game. So you're saying competitive darts would be like shooting free throws. Yeah. And to me, that's I don't I'm not really into it. I can't get into that. I don't know, man. Do you see the the dartboard? Some of these little I mean, this is like we're probably talking like in half a half inch by a half inch that they gotta thread the needle. Yeah, I mean thread. it's impressive for sure. Thread the freaking needle kit. Yeah, it's impressive. Mortadella. Yeah. It's oh, impressive. Wow. You man. Yeah. Hey. A real Italian stallion. Yeah. Adrian. Yeah. Yeah. Say it again. Okay. Um, you're watching Succession. No spoilers because I haven't watched it. Yeah. Some big things happening. Snowfall, for me, best show on television right now. Franklin Saint, my man is in his bag right now. I'm not going to spoil it. We spoiled Love is Blind. I won't do it to Snowfall. I have too much respect for the show. We got, what, two more episodes? Yep. Two more episodes, and then it is done. It is Finn forever. Yeah. That hurts me. I, I, I want to know what's going to happen with Franklin. How is he going to go out? Is he going to sail off into the sunset? Is he going to fly off into the sunset? He does have an airplane. Yeah. You know, what's going on? My man Oso, Oso had me worried. Oso had me a little worried. I won't lie. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's anywhere near the best show on television. Okay, here you I are. Think it's the def- hater. No, no, not the hater. I just think that stylistically everything about it is like, you know, one tier under... We're talking about MVPs. So you're taking succession over snowfall. I just think it's a, no entertainment wise. No, but it is a better show for sure. Okay. The writing's better. The, the, the filmmaking aspect of it, Fine. The cinematography, different, different kind of show. You're getting show snobby on me here. You know, I, I'm very much into genres and I like to, and subgenres I, and the subgenres. Yeah. And I like those. to categorize things and, quantify things etc and i think that that's important thank you for your take on hey you're welcome um a show that i recently started watching that i am going to officially um endorse endorse that's the word i was looking for ted lasso 
not into it. Don't like it at all. I, listen, I watched the first episode and I was like, this sucks. It's goofy. It's corny. And then I started to fall in love with soccer, <laughs> a.k.a. football. Yeah. I started to fall in love with it. It's a. It's definitely not. I mean, I wouldn't even compare it to like the other shows we were talking about. Yeah. Because it's like a comedy. I would almost throw it in like I don't know what. I would like not the Office, but it's like a goofy, funny show. There are some, uh, you know, more sentimental moments. Yeah. You know, there's a different, you know, little love stories and, and different stuff intertwined. Yeah. But I I withstood for a long time, and now I, I can confidently say not as confident as daniel caesar okay but but you co-sign it i co-sign it i don't co-sign it not into it but you've never watched it so no you, no i watched the whole you, first season you've never had gabba ghoul no watch the whole first season and weren't into it no i didn't like it all right jamie talked jamie talked i was into it it's uh it was okay like like it's okay like it was no Veep, which is like another like thirty. Veep, you kept trying to push that on me. Love Veep. Now I don't want to watch Veep. I listen. Yeah, I, I love her in Seinfeld. Elaine. But, yeah, but I I don't want to watch Veep. Do you think if you watch a movie or a show and somebody is such an iconic character, it's tough to see them in other stuff? Yeah, definitely. All right. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's what it is. But you know, she became Selena, the vice president. Speaking of competitive sports, have you seen? And did we already talk about this post Malone dance? Have we spoke about that? We haven't spoken about it on the podcast. A lot of hip thrusting, a lot of like, like right angles. Yeah. A lot of right He's angles. He's big on the geometry. Right. On the body geometry. Yeah. A lot of geometry in his movements, which I respect. Um, some, some wild dance moves, but he leans into it. Yeah. He, he goes like Pete Weber. He goes 110%. Just unadulterated intensity he, on the dance moves. He does go 110%. I want to say I was reading an article somewhere. This is years ago. And he said that how he got into music was Guitar Hero. Yeah. Well, that's how he learned how to play the guitar. That's wild. Yeah. Damn, Guitar Hero. Shredding it on Guitar Hero. And, and, and now you're just you're selling out arenas. Yeah. You're selling out festivals. You're on your knees shredding you get up you start doing like a like a cowboy robot and then he always gets a few thrusts in there <laughs> he loves you gotta the, get those thrusts he loves the thrust and he also loves like the squat position like he's always lowering that's what it. i mean he's definitely down on his knees no, no, he's no, squatted no. a lot no no but i'm saying he's like lowering his ass to, <laughs> to like a level that like then he's gyrating well you got to guard your yard you got to get <laughs> you got to get that that solid base yeah he's ready to, you're saying he's ready to box somebody out I'm saying he's getting that solid base, and then he gets his thrust in. Yeah, right. But he but he gets okay. him from the good base. Yeah. We call that pumping. Boom. <laughs> exactly. Charger block. Who knows? Um, where are we at on the clock here? And you keep you keep. I notice you keep glancing over at the levels. We got some technical difficulties because no, no. I won't be able to deal with that. No, not at all. I can't redo this pod. No, no, we're not going to redo it. All right. Do we want to jump over into some of the Patreon suggested topics? Sure. Very quickly, I'm just going to say. What'd you say we were at? I wasn't listening. I don't think I said we're about essentially an hour. An hour. You ever ask somebody a question? I used to have this really bad. You meet somebody, they tell you their name, one second later, completely gone. Like, what am I doing? Like, am I on another planet? No, I think that they say the name. He says, hey, Jerry. And I'm just like, I have no idea what this guy's name is. Yeah. 
you know, that's always tough. Or it's like you, you, you look at your watch or you look at your phone, you see what time it is. And, and then as soon as you look away, you're like, I have no idea what time it is. Yeah. I mean, I think that just the way that we, you know, process information can be, you know, it's the overstimulation. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Everything it weaves back into itself. The Mothadel. Yeah. No man is an Island. Indeed. And no man shall speaketh bad on Mortadel if he hasn't had it. And Aye. the same goes for Gabagool, which we now know you lied about. I lied about it. Right. I admitted it. It's like when A-Rod- I lied about the Gabagool, nobody else lied yeah, about the it's Gabagool. It's like when A Rod did roids and then he had to admit it. You bring that up. <laughs> we forgave him. Low and then he did more roids. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> hey. Um, it's the roid era of baseball underrated. Very entertaining. I, I mean, first of all, put Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame. We've talked about that before. That's bullshit. That guy belongs in the Hall of Fame. Best hitter of all time. Yeah, put him in the Hall of Fame. It's bullshit. Number two, Mark McGuire looked like a WWE. Like, I mean, that dude was jacked out of his. No, it's awesome. Out of his gourd. <laughs> I'm, I mean, that gourd, good word? Yeah, yeah. All right, good. I don't totally know what it means. Uh, gourd is a uh, like a pumpkin. So what does jacked out of your gourd mean? Well, gourd is like your head. Because it's a pumpkin? No, it's just like a, like a slang for head. Oh. Oh, really? Like the dome. Yeah, yeah. So you could be like, uh, I took those to the gourd. Yeah. You, really, you could say that. I mean, you could say anything. I just, <laughs> <laughs> you could say you took them to the pumpkin. Like, I don't know if that would be, I don't know I if just, catch I just, on. I just absolutely faced this mortadella sub. Yeah. This mortadella Sammy. To the gourd. I took it straight to the gourd. Yeah, yeah. You could, I mean, you could say, to the Baja. You could say a lot of things. You could go mellow. Three to the gourd. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> One thing I want to say. Shout Mel- to Mellow. Mellow. Mid-range pull-up. He deserves to be in the discussion for signature moves. I'm yeah. just saying. Okay. Someone give, him, someone give him a gig. He deserves to be in the NBA. Yeah, put him, put him on a team. Yes. Immediately. So what I'm going to say is, I watched the show. We were just talking about shows. I want to talk about this very, very briefly. I watched a show that was very good. You haven't watched it. I ate pizza. Nobody else had pizza. Daisy Jones and the Six. I thought it was a. I thought it was a historically accurate TV show, because before the show came out, I was listening to a playlist. You thought that was a real band. You're saying I thought it was a real band, and I don't know that much about like '70s, '60s bands. So you thought it was like the Wu Tang show. Yeah, essentially. Okay. You know where there's actors playing Come people th- that exist. Feet tangled up in all kind of wires yeah yeah my wire management's not very good no it hasn't been good today i mean it's generally this table people see a clean situation underneath it's a disaster (laughs) okay unbelievable so i thought it was a historical show because before the show came out i was listening to spotify a playlist and it was like a pretty good song. And I was like, oh, Yacht wow. Rock, I'm guessing. No, not Yacht Rock. It was called Beers and Wings. I'm, I'm telling you, I listen, I'm not trying to call you a douchebag. <laughs> but, but you are. But I am going to say that douche dadcore does seem fitting for your aura. Stylistically, you listen to Yacht Rock, you drive a Tesla, you got Birkenstocks, you got a fanny pack. I mean, because I own Birkenstocks? You own no, Birkenstocks. No, 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 no. You no. own Birkenstocks. No. I... Did buy a pair of Birkenstocks that you peer pressured me into. But uh, listen, I'm not going to lie about it. Honesty. You, yes, like you did. I, I pee sitting down. But I am going to say, you pee sitting down? No, I have peed sitting down. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, that's been established. I've not worn them, and I'm not going to wear them. I think you should. I don't think so. But also, it's not it's not Birkenstocks itself. Okay. It's all of the things collectively, right? It's not just one item. It's not just one thing. Nothing about me is dad core. Not a single thing. Disagree. Continue. Continue with your Daisy Duke show. <laughs> Daisy Jones and the Six. Daisy Jones and the Six. Don't disrespect. <laughs> so I, I was on a playlist, and I was like, "Oh, this is a good song." And then I went and looked at the song, and it was Daisy Jones and the Six. And I was like, "Damn, okay, that show's probably going to be pretty cool." I watched it, but I didn't know anything about the band, so I didn't want to Google the band and spoil what was going to happen in the show. And then, so you in the dark. I'm in the dark here. Yeah. Definitely. A bod man. Yeah. So then. Scent of a woman. Give me something tougher than that. Yeah. So then. No, no. I wasn't trying to stump you. Continue. Stump the swami. Okay. (laughs) Richard. So then in episode seven of the show, Mm -hmm. there's a a Rolling Stone article that comes out that kind of like throws some turmoil into the band. And I was like, you know what? I can read that article and that won't spoil anything for the future. Okay. I go to Google it, fake, fake band, fake show. They put out that band. They release like an EP of actual songs and the songs are pretty good. Anyway, I just thought it was real and it wasn't. And has that ever happened to you? Yeah, I thought Cecil Fielder was a position. No, but I'm talking about more than that. I'm talking about. (laughs) I'm um, talking to you, Tommy boy, yeah. Uh, did I ever, did that ever happen? Uh, no, I mean, this is like a, we're getting into a pretty like niche occurrence here. <laughs> I, I mean, the only thing I can think of is the, um, the, uh, the song from hustle and flow that I loved. Yeah, no, that's an example, but I'm saying like, but I knew it wasn't like, do you remember when Blair witch project, remember that show, that movie long time ago? Yeah. Why are you bringing that up? I'm saying that a lot of people thought that that was real. Because oh, of the way it that it staged. was, yeah, yeah, and the way that it was shot, and there was the sh- also the shaky camcorder. Yeah, that was that was a weird era. Yeah, but there was also no like that was like no internet, and I was like, oh my god, this is like a like they like found this footage. I was like scared as fuck. Okay, so that's like another situation. You're all over the place, and I don't like any of it. <sighs> There's no punchline. I just thought that a show was based on actual people, and it was not. But because of the way that things... Do you want to tell us who it was based on? Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac. Partially inspired by Fleetwood Mac. All right. Yacht Rock. That's not Yacht Rock. They're on Yacht Rock playlists. I know because you listen to a Yacht Rock playlist that they're on. I mostly listen to a 70s playlist. Wow. Okay. Hit them hard with this. This is not the real song. So this is my version of what you just said. <laughs> oh, who was that? That was fake. Uh, that was, here is the... Uh, Those were not the artists. Here we go. Wait, no. oh, 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 it's it, it's a bunch of stuff. What's going on here? <laughs> Some DJ difficulties. Um, it, a bunch of stuff came up. It's really weird. Slowed and chopped. Yeah, there's a bunch of, di- I don't know if a bunch of different, yeah, I don't know where the, I got to keep my game tight like Kobe on game night. We don't need to listen to it. We just got to remember that line. 
Yeah, that was a but he was actually rapping it. Yeah. So and the the actors in the show actually sung these songs in Daisy Jones and the Six. Okay. But they were written by like So what's famous, the song? I'll pull one up. Hopefully I can do it better than Hustle and Flow. Uh Honeycomb. DJ, I, I'm sorry. I think his name was DJ, right? Skinny man. Yeah. The fuck happened to you, man? Yeah. Such a classic. Daisy Oh, here it is right here. Daisy Jones and the Six. Name of the song. Honeycomb. Honeycomb. Here it is. I mean, I don't think that it's going to be kind of like your type of song, but it's a good song. All right. Dadcore. Not dadcore. I'm going to I'm gonna paint a picture here. You're in a Tesla. Windows down. I keep the windows up. I, da- keep, I keep the biohazard on. Daisy Jones and the Six on the oversized screen. Baby, baby, baby. In the middle of the automobile. Do you know who you are? Dogs in the back, barking a little bit. Setting the mood. Fanny pack on your hip. Breeze in your mullet. Sounds like a pretty pretty good day. Berkey's. Berkey's on the pedal. Yeah. Tesla's they they almost make me feel like I'm on a roller coaster. They almost they almost I almost get seasick on a Tesla. Like like what is it? Why does it move that way? You got to drive it and you get used to it. You, you I don't like the way it brakes. No, you got to get used to it. I don't like the way it accelerates. It's too much. You got to get used to it. All right? It's very good. I feel like I'm in a I'm I'm on a carnival ride off Route 80. Okay, wow. Shouts to Jersey. <laughs> Taking that Jersey City, Jersey City, Bobby Early, what <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay, <laughs> we got it. We got to get out of here. I, this is. Do we want to do some suggested topics? See what we got here. Let's see what we got. We'll dive into a few of them. Uh, Take it out. Check it out. <laughs> wow, <laughs> my boy. <laughs> hey, put in the uh, the Jonah Hill. Uh, Check it out. What, what we got cut there? It, cut it. Yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> well played my boy well played uh what do we got here so suggested topics billy work okay so th- th- this is actually my barber yeah being late to a barber appointment which by the way i take a lot of offense to because you got great barbershop etiquette I-, I i've got great punctuality i'm actually a very punctual individual it's one of my better qualities and uh in fact i usually beat him to the barbershop so you're saying there's cap. That's cap. All I'm cap. Say, I, yeah, I'm saying that's a lot of cap. Yeah, okay. I'm saying that's big cap. I'm saying he's cap and crunch. So <laughs> it's, I do want to deep dive some barbershop subjects in regard to etiquette. Okay. Can like I just certain say things? We're not going to deep dive it now. We're going to do one point about barbershop. Can I say it? You say it, and it's what we're both thinking. Do it. Don't bring your significant other to don't the barbershop. Bring, listen, it's don't not bring the your place. girl to the barbershop. It's not the place for it. Don't bring yeah. your girl to the barbershop. You know, because then it just, it's... Um, There's a flow to the way people talk. There's a flow and a rhythm. Yeah. Rhythm and blues. And you have fucked it nah, up. It's not, it's not just that. It's not that because like, you can still talk, right? It's not like we're in there talking about super crazy no, shit. No, for but it, sure. It, it's also, I'm also going to say the guy who brings his girl to the barbershop is also the guy that brings his girl to the pickup game to the pickup game. and he's a stiff don't do it hey don't do it fuck out okay so i've never been late to a barber appointment okay once or twice but i mean we're talking about 
talking about a long career here. I mean, of barber appointments. Yeah, did it happen or didn't it happen? I don't think it happened. I can either confirm nor deny. That's Crazy. how you answer that. Craig Billiot. Uh, I know there's a lot of wrestling talk on the pod every once in a while. Have either of you seen the picture of 90s Kane arriving at the arena in a Nike tracksuit? Iconic. I want to say I have seen that, but I'm trying to get the visual. Black and red tracksuit. I can't mean, remember, but I think I do. Listen, I, the, I don't recall it. The 90s era of tracksuits and like that just whole, see, that, that's a aura. That's a, that's a stylistic feng shui that I can, that I can get into. You can get behind it. Yeah, I think I'm going to bring tracksuits back. I'm just going to I'm going to walk around. I'm going to have a ga- half a gabagool sandwich ready to go. Here's why they're not good. The tracksuits too noisy. Like every movement yeah, is like you're a, trying to sneak. Yeah, you don't got to sneak up on anybody. No, but like for right now, for example, if we're doing this, it's in the audio. It's no good. All right, so I won't wear them on the pot. I'm going to say my biggest gripe with them is actually the ventilation. It's actually because some of those things, man, they, I mean. You're saying uh, it gets toasty in there? Yeah, it gets real toasty because some of them have a little bit of a, if you get a real lightweight boy, if you get like a real like, you know, for the spring, but some of them have a little bit of like almost like a cotton liner or something in there. Yeah. And those things, and you're just like, damn, man, my legs are perspiring right now. And I'm not even a, a, a big sweater, you know? I'm a big sweater. Yeah, you sweat more than me. You're like Pat Ewing. I mean, it's just dripping off your face. It's healthy. To perspire. Yeah. 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 I wasn't questioning your health. Thank you. Yeah. I'm just saying I'm not, I'm not a sweaty dude, but some of those track suits, man, they just get, they just get a little wild. Um, Jordan Scott, here we go. Talking about golf. There we go. The masters. It's got people riled up. Um, I know golf is not your preferred sport. It wasn't, but maybe now it is. Maybe now it is. Any thoughts on the masters this year and a suggestion for a Tiger Woods on civilized T. Well, we actually did have a Tiger Woods on civilized t-shirt. Um, and the masters, a tradition, my, my on- thoughts as I, I wouldn't even say I'm a casual. I, I I'm just, I don't even, I'm not even, I don't know enough about the sport to even be considered a casual. Yeah. That's how novice I am in the golf game. Yeah. But I will become a world-class golf athlete. Probably, okay. Probably not. Uh, my thoughts from the Masters, um, they're really good. Tiger Woods is my favorite golfer. For sure. Of all time, no matter what. Uh, Rambo, love him. Yeah. Rambo's my new guy. The other guys, listen, I had to hone in on one guy. I went front runner mode. I went Rom. Now, he was didn't lead the whole time, but when I really sat down and was really locked in, yeah. Rom was in the lead. Yeah. So what I'm going to say, and I'm going to quote, the announcer. Tap it in. Yeah, tap it in. Um, no, it is a tradition unlike any other. The yeah. Masters. Yeah. I want to go. They got the pimento sandwiches, but which, by the way, I'm not on board with those. The pimento sammies. No, no. Apparently, everybody hates them. Oh, really? Yeah, like nobody likes them. Scott Van Pelt was on ESPN talking about how they suck. Like, why wouldn't you? I think it's like a, like a classic sandwich that they have, and they just keep doing it. I just don't understand. I'm I'm all bread, cheese, delicious, beautiful. You want it melted, but but grill it. M- make it make it a grilled pimento. No, cheese. but the way that those things go, I've had pimento grits. The way that those things go is they're not making hot sandwiches, and and you go and there's like a hundred. It's a 
you know, they're trying to feed, get, you, you know, know 10,000 people. Get a, get a, get a, get a bunch of George Foreman grills. No, no, it's not the way it works. Plug them up. What? It's not classy enough. No, it's just not the way that that works. I, I mean, a pimento cheese sandwich. I listen, I saw a few pictures did not excite me. Okay. So th- that's my final thought for the masters. Okay. All right. And ain't a fan of those sandwiches. A tradition unlike any other pimento cheese. Not into it. Um, oh, where I, are we at? Very quickly. Hit me. Shouts to Izzy. Shouts to Izzy. I can't believe we didn't talk about it. Yeah. Talking about so many sports. I guess this really is the sports episode. Israel Adesanya. Yeah. The last style bender. The last style bender. He's fighting this dude, Pereira, right? Absolute monster. This dude, I want no, well, I want, want no parts of any of them. But Pereira is just like... The dude has dynamite in his hands. He's beat Izzy three times if you go back to the kickboxing stuff. Yeah. I told you, you're a big Izzy fan. Big Izzy fan. I told you, I said, listen, I don't think he's going to win. I think Pereira's going to knock him out again because he's just so powerful and he just seems to have the code to beat Izzy. And Izzy doesn't go to the ground. He's not a wrestler. Yeah. He's a kickboxer. What were you going to say? But I believed. You did believe because you have blind faith and sometimes it works out. I mean, you're, you're going Lakers- for the championship. Oh, for sure. So I respect it. And I'll be devastated if it doesn't happen. Right. But the likelihood is that it's not going to happen, but I do uh-huh. respect it. Izzy, so we watched it together. Izzy is, looks like he's about to get knocked out again. Well, it was almost like the same exact way the guy closed it. Second round? Yeah, second round. Second round. Like a minute into the he's, second round. He's on the cage. It, it looks like he gets hit with a big shot. The guy comes in, Pereira comes in, throws a knee. You're like, oh my, this is, he's going to get knocked out again. No, what's happening? And Izzy, boom, counters with the left, hits him with the right, look like a temple shot. And the dude goes down, Izzy pounces, gives him one hammer shot. Well, he knocked him out. So he gave him the two piece. Right. Two piece with the biscuit. Stuns him. Then he's back. Then he knocks him out with the temple shot. It's a third punch. Oh, it was a third punch. I see. I thought it was a left that jerked his head back. Yeah. And then the right that was the temple shot. But Well, maybe that was a temple shot. That stunned him. Then he followed it up with no, a no, no, no. The temple shot that I'm talking about was the knockout. Okay. Well, so he gives him a left. He gives him a right. Backs him up. Lands another right on the temple. Knocks him out. I don't think so. Third punch. You sure about that? Positive. Let me pull it up. Let me look at it so I can be accurate. Then he actually hits him with a like kind of like a little baby uppercut because the dude's falling down. Okay. With the left. Then he hits him with the hammer punch. It was so exciting. You actually lost your voice a little bit. Yeah. It was it was absolutely it was it was absolutely crazy. Uh, oh, I was going nuts. You were you were going nuts. Damage was done to the the larynx, I think it okay, is. Okay, so here it is. I'm watching it now. He hits him. Oh yeah, it's looking bad for Izzy. He's 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 covering up. Yeah. Here comes the knee from Pereira. Doesn't quite land, but what we didn't realize is, and Izzy said it after the fight, he tries to get the jab through there. Izzy hits back. Boom! And he is night, night. You were right. You were right. It was it was three punches. He actually got him a couple on the way down, too. Hits him with the two-piece, yeah. opens it up. You were 100% right. Yeah. You remembered it accurately. I ate the pizza. I I will admit my wrongs. Ooh, with that with the hammer, the axe chop on the ground. He's out of there. Boom. Awesome. That is absolutely incredible. He does the three arrow shots once he's on the ground. Bang, bang, bang. This was, I mean, you want to talk about overcoming 
an obstacle. I mean, absolutely. I mean, you're 0-3 to this dude. It, it, it's He accepts the rematch immediately. Accepts the rematch immediately. Jumps in there, gets it on, had to get it on. Yeah, had to get it on. And he basically said, if I'm who I think I am, I got to beat this guy. Like, it, it was some antics. I mean, he's always got some antics. But I said this when he was walking to the ring or walking to the cage, I should say. He, he was more serious. He looked a little more intense than normal, whereas a lot of times he's dancing. Well, he's, he's doing like break around, dancing stuff. And, and, and I just, it was kind of seemed like a different mode. I thought even after when we watched it in real time, because we're not watching it slow, mo, yeah. bomb, 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 all happened so quick. I'm like, oh my God, he got so lucky. Yeah. And actually, then after the fight, Rogan's talking to him. Yeah. And he's like, I, I played a little possum there. Yeah. And I was like, wait a second, what? And they showed the replay. He wasn't, at, at no point was he stunned. It wasn't like he was out on his feet a little bit and he was throwing wild stuff. No, he almost baited him in. Yeah. His eyes are up. He's looking at him. He's very uh, coherent. Yeah. And it was very calculated. It, it looked when you couldn't fully appreciate it, in my opinion, until you watched it, the full breakdown of it. And I've watched the full breakdown a lot and still didn't know that it was three punches. So shows you how casual I am with it. Bobby Hurley. Yeah. Bobby Hurley. Bobby Hurley. Uh, Shouts to Jersey City. How you doing? How you freaking doing? He came out to maybe the worst song of all time, though. Bad song. What was that? Was Headstrong. That like- that that wasn't good. Play for it one that, second. That, that, that was strong to take on anyone. I like. I didn't understand. Like it was almost like Limp Biscuit. There's so like come out to DMX. It was come out to something that's gonna like it, for him. It got him going. But that's like coming out to Limp Biscuit. It just wasn't good. I don't think it's as bad as Limp Biscuit. Uh, I'm telling you, I think it is. Who who's the band? I don't know. Oh, here it is, right here. Maybe Trapped. Trapped. Good call. This is what he came out to. This is like every guy who thinks he's a badass. This is like their jam. Damn. Fake badass. What? Is he real badass? Yeah. Love Izzy. This is bad. This is kind of like Limp Biscuit. Same genre. I, I was going to say Linkin Park. They're like a little cooler, but I agree. Yeah, none of that stuff is my genre, but it worked for Izzy. For it, sure. It worked for him. He came out in a do- and he had a dog collar on. Yeah. You know? Uh, unleash the dog. Yeah, Pereira comes out. He's just a scary looking dude. You know, he's very got- serious, never smiles. Guys Ever. never smiled. Ever. Yeah. All right. Well, so many sports. There we go. M- mucho sports today. Yeah. Um, what else have we got for the uh, suggested topics here? We do a couple more. Um, there might only be a couple more. Yeah, here we go. Um, from Gil, long time fellas. I just wanted to comment that Buckets is giving off some strong Silicon Valley bro vibes. The Tesla and the Burks are dope. Take care, fellas. So he's he's bigging you up, but but you're saying that's a douche lord. I, I'm saying <laughs> Tesla Burks. I, that, you're saying the overall theme here is douche land. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna call it douchey dad cores. What I'm gonna call it. <laughs> Uh, Gil, thank you. Shouts to Gil. Maybe don't thank you. Shouts to Gil. Um, Sam Thompson. Hey, guys, what are your thoughts on the current signature shoe situation in the NBA? Seems like Nike Jordan have been handing out deals a lot recently. We don't talk about too much stinkers here on the pod. We can talk about it. Um, Signature shoes right now? Yeah. uh, From Nike and Jordan. I mean, I love the Lamellos from Puma. 
I love them. I, I love them. That's my favorite sneaker right now. Yeah, I love the Lamellos from Puma. Uh, big ups to Puma. Uh, I don't know. Who does Jordan have? Jordan has Doncic and Tatum. They got Tatum. Uh, he just ha- had a, a, a new. His signature. Was that that was his first the one? The Tatum one, yeah. yeah. That's right. That was his first one. I couldn't tell. There was different PEs and different things. I guess I'm not really that tapped in on that side of stuff um, because I'm not, like, I've never worn a Doncic. I'm probably not going to wear a Tatum. Uh, the Tatums look kind of cool. Yeah, they're not bad. I mean, they kind of, it's been a while. This is what I'll say. It's been a while since I've seen a signature sneaker, and I was like, damn, I got to have those. Yeah. You know? Probably. There, there was the Kyrie's, no more on those. The LeBron's, I've, I mean, I've been a long time LeBron fan, him as a player, but also the sneakers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess like the signature sneakers, they're just not what they once were. Well, Nike basketball specifically is not, it doesn't have the same oomph. Nah, this doesn't like you look at like when we were little kids and falling in love with sneakers, like the penny ones. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I just ordered the pair of those. I was kept waiting and waiting and waiting. I, I couldn't find them. I finally, uh, you know, bit the bullet and, and, and paid a little bit of resell uh, on it, but I got those coming in. Uh, the LeBron ones, beautiful sneaker. Yeah, I love them. The you know the early Kobe stuff. Like man, you know even I want to say like the LeBrons up to like the nine, and then it started to like kind of fizzle and fade a little bit. Well, the fifteen was was popping. The fifteen was dope. I mean, the tens were cool. It's, I think. I think, well, you know my favorite Nike basketball sneaker of all time. The Kobe 6? Kobe 6 Grinch. Yeah. That's my favorite. Right up there neck and neck, and I probably do have to make it a 1A, 1B is the Penny one. Okay. Because that's the first, like, that's the first Nike basketball sneaker I ever saw as a kid, and I was just like, this is incredible. This absolutely, I've never seen a sneaker that looked that cool. Blew your mind. It blew my mind. That the specifically that Orlando Magic colorway. So yeah, I don't know. I I, I just feel like um it doesn't quite have the the oomph, the uh the mortadelle. The, yeah, the the signature stuff. But I haven't tried a lot of those sneakers to necessarily speak on them. You know, Giannis has a pretty new signature line. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I gotta try some more of them out. Uh Chad Bracken, longtime listener here on the yeah. pod. Shouts to Chad. Hello, fellas. Need three movies released in 2023 uh, for recommendations. 2023? Damn. You could have already watched them or may want to watch them. Only one so far I'm going to watch is John Wick. Blessings to both of you. Uh, appreciate you, Chad. Uh, good looking. I got to get back to you. I got to. 2023? Compi- yeah, we're pretty new. I got to compile the list. Mm, that's a tough one. Yeah, maybe like Creed 3. Creed 3 was, I, I'm, just, I'm not a, really a Creed fan. I'm not a huge Creed um, guy, but I think people liked it. I didn't watch it. Yeah, I'm not really a Creed fan. There was a Mario. There was yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to watch that either. There was a Mario recently. There was the movie Air. Speaking of sneakers, about the 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 story about the Michael Jordan yeah. sneaker, the Michael Jordan mm-hmm. sneaker. <laughs> yeah, but like Nike's the Jordan one. Yeah, yeah, like how they got them, et yeah. cetera, et cetera. With uh, uh, Ben Affleck yeah. and Matt Damon. Yep. Chris Tucker. How you like them apples? Yeah. I don't know. Speaking of tracksuits. I haven't been. The best ever. One thing I heard. Oh, absolutely. One thing I heard about the movie Air is that you really don't see Michael Jordan. Well, 
for it's, sure. It's more so about you know how they kind of broker the deal and his mom who is Viola Davis. Yeah. Um yeah, and Chris Tucker. I'll watch it for sure, but I'm uh I don't know there hasn't been John Wick 4 is is a movie I'll watch. There hasn't been anything. You know, I'm more we grew up on movies, right? Love but movies. now like the era we're in, TV shows. It's more TV shows. Yeah. Right, so I'm more so like, damn, I got to start watching Succession, or I got to, you know, catch up on this. We'll leave Love Is Blind out of it. Yeah, yeah. kind of taking away some of the credibility. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You can't be a show movie buff and and you know you're no, you got to keep deep your, dive in Love Is Blind. No, you're you got to diversify your portfolio. Right, it's like you know a chef can still, you know, a world class chef can still run into a bodega and grab a honey bun. Yeah. You know, it's the way it goes. Yeah, sometimes you know you got to go with the, with the staples. You got to go with the honey bun. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Love is blind is, which is maybe disrespectful to the honey bun. I don't know. Um, so th- th- I, I guess I would say if there was a movie, I'm trying to think because I haven't. Like what? How could I? I can't recommend something if I haven't seen it. I'll say the three. Those would be my three: Mario, and Air, and John Wick Four. Okay, I'm I'm not giving an answer. I got to compile a list. I got to look at it. I got to. I notice you deflect a lot of stuff because y'all got to look at a list. So I got to no, think I, about it. I'm not going to give an answer that I can't accurately. I don't stand behind. All right, buckets. He had gabagool in Italy. No, I didn't. That's the point. <laughs> All right, you got anything else for us? No, I feel like I you know have said what I wanted to say. Episode 151 in the books or what? It's um what uh the. We started to talk about it, then we we, we kind of went on a little bit of a tangent. Um, what are you rating the search uh, and rescue? Search and rescue. What do you give? Seven it? out of ten. Seven out of ten. Okay. Very catchy. There's not really like too much substance. Best line in the song. I mean, you know it. We both know it. Yeah, we both know it. Knew it as soon. We know it and knew it. Yeah. As soon as we heard it. Yes. Hang on. I'm going to pull it up here. Let's pull it up. Let's get it on. I'm going to sad pony. I'm going to pause it. And and I'm going to find that bar. Here we go. There's a few that I like. And here it is right here. He doesn't know how to express his love. For you who don't know how to express my love. That's why American Express. That was it. I don't American. I don't American express my love. No, I just express my love. I don't got it like that. That's all I'm saying. More than that. Jersey City. Yeah. You, in the words of Rihanna, you cheese me, dog. You cheese me. Is that who said that? I think so. Oh wow. You cheese me. Polite way, this is not what she was saying, but what I'm saying is cheese, pure cheese. I don't American express my love. I just express it with no, words. No, but he's and, saying that he can't do that. An affirmation. No, that's not what I'm saying. My love express, language. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good cover or no? Yeah, very good. I'm going to end it there. Damn, on that note, we out of here.